Good morning, people of God. This is Apostle Shirley Evans again, another day. Today is November the 4th, 2020. The time is 9.18 a.m. November 4th, 2020. The time is 9.19 a.m. Goes from 18 to 19, as quickly as that. And today is Wednesday. And we thank God for this day, November 4th. There are four seasons of the year. Spring, summer, autumn, and winter. I believe most of us, when we get this, it probably would be in the winter season. I pray that all is well with you this morning. I pray that you're in good health and that the peace of God that passes all understanding is guarding your hearts and mind. We just bless the Lord at all times. Let his praise continually be in our mouth. What a wonderful, wonderful Jesus. What a healing Jesus I find in you. What a healing Jesus. He restores and heal and make new. What a healing, Jesus, for such a time as this. Arise on healing wings, son of righteousness. There's someone on this line who's been afflicted in their left leg in the knee part is swelling and a pain what a healing jesus i find in you thank you father for healing that person what a healing jesus he restores renew and make new what a healing jesus for such a time as this arise on healing wings son of righteousness and someone has been afflicted in their back area oh blessed be the name of jesus father god i ask you right now to touch to touch them there's nothing too hard for you your word says many of the afflictions of the righteous but the lord delivers them out of it all and so this morning as usual be ringing our bell. This is Apostle Shirley Evans again saying good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank God for our voice. Thank God for a sound mind. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he's good, for his mercy endureth forever. Now, as I usually say to you, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. How do you taste him? Get in his word. And you will see how sweet the name of Jesus sounds. How sweet the name of Jesus sounds in a believer's ear. It suits his soul, rose heals his wounds, and drives away his fear. How sweet the name of Jesus sounds. And a believer's heir 
how sweet it sounds in your ear, how sweet it sounds in my ear. It makes the wound that spirit whole and calms the troubled breast. This manner to the angry soul and to the weary rest. How sweet the name of Jesus sound. But you have to have a hearing ear to hear it. How sweet the name of Jesus sounds. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. His name is wonderful. His name is wonderful. His name is wonderful. Jesus, my Lord. He is the mighty God. Master of everything. His name is wonderful. Jesus, my Lord. And we have some prophetic songs to sing this morning. And it is awesome what God is doing. I'm just going to let him have his way. And the first song he gave me was Whispering Hope. Hark, soft as the voice of an angel breathing a lesson unheard hope with a gentle persuasion whispers a comforting word wait till the darkness is over wait Till life's tempest is done. Hope for the sunshine tomorrow. After the shower is gone. Whispering hope. Oh, how well come thy voice. Making my heart in its sorrow rejoice. If in the dusk of the twilight dim be the region afar, will not the deepening darkness Brighten the glimmering star. Then when the night is upon us, why should the heart sink away? When the dark midnight is over, watch for the breaking of day. Whispering hope, oh how well come thy voice, making my heart 
in its sorrow rejoice. Hope as an anchor so steadfast rents the dark veil for the soul. With the master has entered, robbing the grave of its goal. Come then, O oh, come, glad fruition, come to my sad, weary heart. Come, O oh, that blessed hope of glory, never, O oh, never depart. Whispering hope, oh how well come thy voice, making me glad with his sorrow rejoice. Whispering hope. And let us ask God to open our eyes that we may see. Open our spiritual eyes that we may see. Open my eyes that I may see glimpses of truth thou hast for me. Place in my hands the wonderful key that shall unclasp and set me free. Silently now I wait for thee, ready, my God, thy will to see. Open my eyes, illumine me, Spirit divine. Open my ears that I may hear voices of truth thou sendest clear. And while the wave notes fall on my air, everything falls will disappear. Silently now I wait for thee, ready, my God, thy will to see. Open my ears, illumine me. Spirit divine, open my mouth and let me bear gladly the warm truth everywhere. Open my heart and let me prepare love with thy children thus to share. Silently now I wait for thee, ready, my God, thy will to see. Open my heart, illumine me, Spirit divine. Open my ears, open my, open my heart. Blessed be the name of the Lord. One day I will be in studio and you wouldn't hear any noise.
it'll be in a sound room. In the meantime, you can hear what I'm saying. It doesn't matter if something falls. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Hear the Lord this morning as he sings and listen to the words in the songs because they are revelation, they are truths. Hear my cry, O Lord, attend unto my prayer. From the ends of the world will I cry out to you. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I, that is higher than I. For thou hast been a shelter for me, and a strong tower from the enemy. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I, that is higher than I. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I, that is higher than I. Hear, O oh Lord, the sound of my call. Hear, O oh Lord, the sound of my call. Hear, O oh Lord, and a mercy. My soul is longing for the glory of you. Oh, hear, O oh Lord, and answer me. Every night before I sleep, I pray my soul to take. Or else I pray that loneliness is gone when I awake. Hear, O oh Lord, the sound of my call, hear, O oh Lord, and a mercy. My soul is longing for the glory of you. Oh, hear, O oh Lord, and answer me. Why do I know? longer feel like I've a place to stay. Oh, take me where someone will care, so fear will go away. Hear, oh Lord, the sound of my call. Hear, O oh Lord, and a mercy. My soul is longing for the glory of you. Oh, hear, O oh Lord, and answer me. 
in you, o Lord. I place my cares and all my troubles do. Oh, grant, dear Lord, that someday soon I'll live in peace with you. Hear, O oh Lord, the sound of my call. Hear, O oh Lord, and have mercy. My soul is longing for the glory of you. Oh, hear, O oh Lord, and answer me. And someone that is troubled this morning, I want them to know that yes, he, he hears and he's answering you. If you listen closely to the still small voice, you will hear the answer. Open my eyes, Lord. I want to see Jesus, to reach out and touch him, and to say that I love him. Open my ears, Lord, and teach me to listen. Open my eyes, Lord, I want to see Jesus. And when you come to the garden alone, you think you're there alone. He's right there with you. There are times when you feel he's distant, but no, he's right there with you. I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses and the voice i hear calling on my air the son of god discloses and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me i am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there none other has ever known he speaks and the sound of his voice is so sweet the birds hush their singing and the melody that he gives to me within my heart is ringing and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own. And the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. He's walking with you and he's talking with you. And he's given us a message this morning. And the message he's given to us, I will give it 
in a few minutes, but I'm going to speak some words that he gave me to speak, some scriptures. And Joshua chapter 24, verse 20 to 24 says, If ye forsake the Lord and serve strange gods, then he will turn and do you hurt and consume you after that he had done you good. Isn't it amazing? He could consume you. He could bring you hurt after he, gave, after he was good to you. If ye forsake the Lord and serve strange gods, then he will turn and do you hurt and consume you after that he had done you good. That is, if you go back to strange gods. And the people said unto Joshua, Nay, but we will serve the Lord. And Joshua said unto the people, Ye are witnesses against yourselves that ye have chosen you, the Lord, to serve him. And they said, We are witnesses. Now therefore put away, said he, the strange gods which are among you, and incline your heart unto the Lord God of Israel. And the people said unto Joshua, The Lord our God will, will we serve and his voice will we obey. The people said that. And the people said unto Joshua, the Lord our God will we serve, and his voice will we obey. And so God is giving us, the Holy Spirit is really giving us some scriptures this morning, leading up to we will soon know where. Psalm 40, verse one to three says, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me, and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and established my goings. And he had put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it, and fear, and shall trust in the Lord. And he's, the Holy Spirit is giving us some food this morning. Psalm 116 verse 1 to 2 says, I love the Lord because he had heard my voice and my supplications. Because he had inclined his ear unto me, therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And in Jeremiah chapter 7 verse 23 to 28 He's still speaking to us. God is still speaking to us. But this thing commanded I them, saying, Obey my voice, and I will be your God, and ye shall be my people, and walk ye in all the ways that I have commanded you, that it may be well with you. But they hearkened not, nor inclined their air, but walked in the counsels and in the imagination of their evil heart, and went backward and not forward. Since the day that our, your fathers came forth out of the land of Egypt, unto this day I have even sent unto you all my servants the prophets, daily rising up early and sending them. Yet they hearkened not unto me, nor inclined their air, but hardened their neck, and did worse than their fathers. Therefore, Thou shalt speak all these words unto them, but they will not hearken to thee. Thou shalt also call unto them, but they will not answer thee. 
but thou shalt say unto them, This is a nation that obeyed not the voice of the Lord their God, nor received correction. Truth is perished and is cut off from their mouth. God is still speaking to us this morning. Let us hear the word of the Lord. Jeremiah chapter 11, verse 6 to 8 says, Jeremiah 11, 6 to 8 says, Then the Lord said unto me, Proclaim these all these words in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem, saying, Hear ye the words of this covenant, and do them. For I earnestly protested unto your fathers in the day that I brought them up out of the land of Egypt, even unto this day, rising early and protesting, saying, Obey my voice. Yet they obeyed not, nor inclined their air, but walked every one in the imagination of their evil heart. Therefore, I will bring upon them all the words of this covenant, which I commanded them to do, but they will, but they did not do them. Disobedience. Let me tell you what disobedience is and rebellion is as the spirit of witchcraft. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 23. He's still asking us to listen to his voice. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 23 says, But they obeyed not, neither inclined their air, but made their necks stiff, that they might not hear, nor receive instruction. And those are the words God wanted me to speak into your hearing this morning. So, Holy Spirit, I just thank you that in this time and day and season, that I thank you that as I humble myself, that your grace is upon me, that you're using this vessel to speak your truth. Your word is truth, not to compromise, but to speak truth, whether they will hear or whether they will forbear, yet they will know that a prophet was among them. So Father God, help me not to walk in pride, but to walk humbly before you and not to be afraid of no one's face, but just to do and speak what you say to do. And so this morning, the message God has given me, incline thine ear and listen. It's time for us to incline our ear and listen to what the Spirit is saying to the church. And we are the church. <clears throat> the word <clears throat> inclined means to be drawn to a course of conduct. It means to listen favorably. The word listen means to concentrate on hearing something. There are times when you'd have a, a scripture in the Psalms at the end, it would say Selah. In other words, ponder on this, listen. To listen means to concentrate on hearing something, to take heed or pay attention. For example, let me explain something to you. So while I'm explaining to you, you're supposed to be listening. Right now, as I'm speaking to you, I can't see the wind, but I can hear the wind out there. I'm hearing it with my hearing ear because 
I took time to listen to it. So God is saying, it's time to incline thine ear and to listen. You know, you can, you can tell someone, are you listening to me? And they tone you out. But God is saying, do not tone him out. Incline thine ear and listen. The scripture he's given us is Proverbs chapter 2, verse 1 to 22. And I will find that right now. Proverbs chapter 2, verses 1 to 22. It says, my son, he's speaking to us. If thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom and apply thine heart to understanding. Yea, if thou criest after knowledge and liftest up, liftest up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver and searchest for her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He laid up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. He keepeth the paths of judgment and preserveth the way of his saints. Then shall thou understand righteousness and judgment and equity, yea, every good path. When wisdom entereth into thine heart, and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul, discretion shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep thee, to deliver thee from the way of the evil man, from the man that speaketh forward things, who leave the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness, who rejoice to do evil and delight in the forwardness of the wicked whose ways are crooked and they forward in their paths to deliver thee from the strange woman, even from the stranger which flattereth with their words, which forsaketh the guide of her youth and forgetteth the covenant of her God. For her house inclineth unto death and her paths unto the dead. None that go unto her return again, neither take they hold of the paths of life, that thou mayst walk in the way of good men and keep the paths of the righteous. For the upright shall dwell in the land and the perfect shall remain in it, but the wicked shall be cut off from the earth and the transgressors shall be rooted out of it. He will root out the transgressors out of the earth. That's the word of the Lord spoken in your hearing. Proverbs chapter 2, 1 to 22. What an awesome God. Message, incline and air and listen. Wisdom comes in two ways. It is God. It is a God-given gift. 
and also the result of an energetic search. You got to search for it. How do you search? In his word, the Holy Spirit will begin to speak to you. But you have to have, you have to incline thine ear and listen. Wisdom's starting point is God and his revealed word. The source of knowledge and understanding. In that sense, wisdom is his gift to us. But he gives it only to those who earnestly seek it. But because God's wisdom is hidden from the rebellious and foolish, it takes effort to find it and use it. The pathway to wisdom is strenuous. When we are on the path, we discover that true wisdom is God's and that he will guide us and reward our sincere and persistent search. You have to listen. You have to incline your air. Verse 6 and 7 says, God gives us wisdom and victory, but not for drifting through life or acting irresponsibly with his gifts and resources. He doesn't give us to be um, um, irresponsible with his gifts? No, we have to be responsible. If we are faithful and keep our purpose in life clearly in mind, he will keep us from pride and greed. Verse 9 and 10 says, Then you will understand what is right and just and fair every good path for wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul we gain wisdom through a constant process of growing first we must trust and honor god second we must realize that the bible reveals god's wisdom to us third we must make a lifelong series of right choices and avoid moral pitfalls. Fourth, when we make sinful or mistaken choices, we must learn from our errors and recover. People don't develop all aspects of wisdom at once. No. For example, some people have more insight than discretion. Others have more knowledge than common sense. Do you know, do you know some people with common sense will do some things, you'd be like, what? Where did you go to school? But we can pray for all aspects of wisdom and take the steps to develop them in our lives. You have to have a listening ear. Incline thine ear and listen. When I got up on my bed, before I stepped on the ground, I heard the Spirit of God speak to me and he says, Incline thine ear and listen. Now, if I was rebellious, because the rebellious wasn't going to hear that, their, uh, their ears are, are clogged up. And I heard it. 
incline thine ear and listen. And that's the message he gave me. You remember the other day I was driving and he was saying, he had me singing um, 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 No Limit, No Limit. That's all I was singing, not realizing he was giving me a message, but I had to incline my ear to listen. He that hath an ear, let him hear. You have to listen by the spirit. But if you're rebellion, you're rebellious and disobedient, your ears are clogged up and you won't hear. But we can pray for all aspects of wisdom and take the steps to develop them in our lives. 11 says, discretion will protect you and understanding will guard you. Discretion is the ability to tell right from wrong. It enables the believer to detect evil motives in men. It enables the believer to detect evil motives in men because you're discerning it, discretion. And women, because verse 12 says, wisdom will save you from the ways of wicked men, from men whose words are perverse. It will also do the same with women. It enables the believers to detect evil motives in men and women. And verse 14, verse 13 says, who leave the straight paths to walk in dark ways, who delight in doing wrong, and rejoice in the pervasiveness of evil, whose paths are crooked and who are devious in their ways. It will save you also from the adulteress, from the wayward wife, and from the, it will save you also from the adulteress, from the wayward wife with her seductive words. With practice, it helps us evaluate courses of action and consequences. For some, it is a gift. For most, it is developed by using God's truth to make wise choices day by day. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 14. I will turn there. Hebrews 5 and 14 says, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for teaching us. Hebrews 5 and 14. Hebrews 5 and 14 says, But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. That scripture emphasizes that we must train ourselves in order to have discretion. Verse 17 says, who has left the partner of a youth and ignored the covenant she made before God? An adulteress 
is a seductive woman or a prostitute. That's who an adulteress is. Two of the most difficult sins to resist are pride and sexual immorality. They are difficult to resist. Both are seductive. Pride says, I deserve it. Sexual desire says, I need it. In combination, their appeal is deadly. In fact, Solomon says, only by relying on God's strength can we overcome them. Pride appeals to the empty head. Nothing in there. Pride appeals to the empty head. Sexual enticement to the empty heart. By looking to God, we can fill our heads with his wisdom and our hearts with his love. Don't be fooled. Remember what God says about who you are and what you were meant to be. Remember that. Ask him for strength to resist these, these temptations. Ask him. He certainly will give you the strength to resist these temptations. He gave wisdom to so many people in the Bible. And so they are called wise. And so people of the Bible, um, they can help us model in our own purpose of wisdom. We could look at their lives. Incline our ear to him and listen. It's time to do that. It's time to incline your ear and listen to what the Spirit is saying to you. Let's look at the life of Joseph and the role of Joseph. Joseph was a wise leader. Acts 7 and 8 says, thank you, Jesus. Acts chapter 7 and verse 8 says, And he gave him the covenant of circumcision. And so Abraham begat Isaac and circumcised him the eighth day. And Isaac begat Jacob and Jacob begat the twelve patriarchs. I'm going to read to verse 10. And the patriarchs moved with envy, sold Joseph into Egypt, but God was with him and delivered him, delivered Joseph out of all his afflictions and gave him favor and wisdom in the sight of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And he made him governor over Egypt and all his house. Joseph was a wise man. He had a listening ear. He inclined his air and listened. And so, prepared for a major famine, helped rule Joseph. God was preparing Joseph for major famine. And here was Joseph. He helped to rule Egypt, raise him up.
just like that because of a listening ear. Look at Moses who God has called. He was a wise leader. Acts chapter 7 verse 20 to 22. It says, In which time Moses was born and was exceeding fair and nourished up in his father's house three months. And when he was cast out, Pharaoh's daughter took him up and nourished him for her own son. And Moses was learned in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was mighty in words and in deeds. Moses, he learned all the Egyptian wisdom. Then he graduated the God's lessons in wisdom to lead Israel out of Egypt. So you could learn the wisdom of the world's foolishness. But now you have to learn the wisdom of God. So Moses learned all the Egyptian wisdom, then graduated the God's lessons in wisdom to lead Israel out of Egypt. But he had to incline his ear and listen. Bezalel, he was a wise artist. Exodus chapter 31, Exodus chapter 31, thank you Father, Exodus chapter 31, verse 1 to 5, says, it was a builder, but he's the artist. And the Lord said unto Moses, saying, and the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, see, I've called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom and in understanding and in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship. To devise cunning works, to work in gold and silver and in brass, and in cutting of stones to set them and in carving of timber to work it to work in all manner of workmanship. He was the artist. He designed and supervised the construction of the tabernacle and its utensils in the desert, but he had the spirit, he had to hear, he had to incline his ear. He filled him with the spirit of God. Joshua was a wise leader. Deuteronomy chapter 34. Deuteronomy chapter 34. Bless you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Deuteronomy chapter 34 and verse 9 says, And Joshua the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom. For Moses had laid his hands upon him, and the children of Israel hearkened unto him, and did as the Lord commanded Moses. Moses released that wisdom right into Joshua. Joshua was a wise leader, but he had to incline his ear and listen. He learned by obedience observing Moses. He learned 
by obeying God. That means he had to listen. He led the people into the promised land. It's time for us to incline our ear and listen. David also was a wise leader. In 2 Samuel chapter 14, thank you, Holy Spirit. 2 Samuel chapter 14, verse 20. I love you, Jesus. 2 Samuel chapter 14, verse 20, it says, To fetch about this form of speech hath thy servant Joab done this thing, and my Lord is wise according to the wisdom of an angel of God to know all things that are in the earth. So here is Joab, here, here is here is David with wisdom, a spirit discernment. So, we have to incline our ear and listen. Never let his, David, never let his failures keep him from the source of wisdom. He had many failures, but he never let his failures keep him from the source of wisdom. Reference for God. He, he respected. He had reference, reverence for God. Abigail, she was a wise wife. First Samuel chapter 25 and 3. First Samuel chapter 25 and 3 says, Now, the name of the man was Nabal. That was her husband. A wicked, evil man. And the name of his wife, Abigail. And she was a woman of good understanding. And of a beautiful countenance but the man was churlish and evil in his doings and he was the house he was of the house of caleb he was wicked but his wife was a woman of understanding full of wisdom she managed her household she managed it well in spite of a wicked and evil and mean husband Look at the life of Solomon. He was a wise leader. First Kings chapter three verse five. First Kings chapter three verse five says, First Kings chapter three and verse five says, in Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask what I shall give thee. Guess what he asked for? And Solomon said, Thou hast showed unto thy servant David, my father, great mercy, according as he walked before thee in truth and in righteousness and in uprightness of heart with thee. And thou hast kept for him this great kindness, that thou hast given him a son to sit on his throne as it is this day. And now, O Lord, my God, thou hast made thy servant king instead of David, my father. And I am but a little child 
I know not how to go out or come in, and thy servant is in the midst of thy people, which thou hast chosen a great people that cannot be numbered nor counted for multitude. Give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people, that I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge this thy so great a people? And the speech pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. And God said unto him, Because thou hast asked this thing, and hast not asked for thyself long life, neither hast asked riches for thyself, nor hast asked the life of thine enemies, but hast asked for thyself understanding to discern judgment. Behold, I have done according to thy words. Lo, I have given thee a wise and an understanding heart, so that there was none like thee before thee, neither after thee shall any arise like unto thee. And I have also given thee that which thou hast not asked, both riches and honor, so that there shall not be any among the kings like unto thee all thy days. And if thou wilt walk in my ways, to keep my statutes and my commandments, as thy father David did, walk, then I will lengthen thy days. And so here it is, a wise leader knew what to do. He knew what to do, even though he often failed to put his own wisdom into action. But he knew what to do. Let's look at Daniel. Daniel was a wise counselor. Daniel chapter 5, 11 to 12. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Daniel chapter 5, Daniel chapter 5, 11 and 12 says, There is a man in thy kingdom, in whom is the spirit of the holy gods, and in the days of thy father light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods was found in him, whom the king Nebuchadnezzar, thy father, the king, I say thy father made master of the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. For as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding, interpreting of dreams and showing of hard sentences and dissolving of doubts were found in the same Daniel, whom the king named Belteshazzar. Now let Daniel be called and he will show the interpretation. So Daniel was known as a man in touch with God, but he had to have a listening ear. He had to incline his ear to listen. He was known as a man in touch with God, a solver of complex problems with God's help. And look at the Magi, the wise learners in Matthew chapter 2, verse 1 to 12. Not, they, not, they not only received special knowledge of God's visit to earth, but checked it out personally. They had to have their ears inclined to listen. Look at Stephen. He was a wise leader. In Acts chapter 6, verse 8 to 10, I'll find that. Acts 6, 8 to 10. It says, 
and Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. Then there arose certain of the synagogue, which is called the synagogue of the Labyrinthines and Cyrenians and Alexandrians, and of them of Cilicia and of Asia, disputing with Stephen. And they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spake. That's Stephen. He organized the distribution of food to Grecian widows. He did that. He preached the gospel to the Jews. He was a wise leader. Look at Paul. Paul was a wise messenger. Second Peter 3.15. Second Peter. Thank you, Father, for teaching us the revelation that we need. Second Peter. Second Peter chapter 3. Verse 15 says. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And account that the long suffering of our Lord is salvation, even as our beloved brother Paul, also according to the wisdom given unto him, hath written unto you. And verse 16 says, As also in all his epistles, speaking to them of these things, in which are some things hard to understand. I will go with that as also in all epistles, speaking to them of these things, in which some things had to be understood, which they that are unlearned and unstable rest, as they do also the other scriptures unto their own destruction. Here is Paul, a wise messenger sent from God. He had to be transformed but he had to incline his ear to listen. He spent his life communicating God's love to all who would listen. The ones who wouldn't listen, they are rebellious, disobedient, their ears are closed up by the enemy. But he spent his whole life communicating God's love to all who would listen. And now we're gonna talk about Jesus Christ. He was wise from his youth. He was a wise savior. He was the wisdom of God. He had to incline his ear to listen to what his father was instructing him. Luke chapter 2 verse 40. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Luke chapter 2. I bless you, Lord. What would I do without you? I can't even walk without you holding my hands. Luke chapter 2. Thank you for teaching us. Luke chapter 2 verse 40. And 52. And the child grew. That's Jesus. And waxed strong in spirit. Filled with wisdom. And the grace of God was upon him. 52 says. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. 
And in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, 20 1 Corinthians, thank you, Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, 20 to 25 says, Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Hath not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. For the Jews require sign and the Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews a stumbling block and unto the Greeks foolishness. But unto them which are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men and the weakness of God is stronger than men. So here is Christ who's wise from his youth. He's a wise savior. He's the wisdom of God. He not only lived a perfect light, he not only lived a perfect life, but he died on a cross to save us and make God's wise plan of eternal life available to us. What the Holy Spirit is saying to us this morning, we need to get to the place of inclining our ear and listen. Don't just incline your ear, but he's saying to listen. Whispering hope, oh how well come thy voice. So we, he's speaking. He wants us to listen. So Father, we just thank you for your word this morning. Word of wisdom. Help us to be so in tune, in tune to your word, to your voice, to your still small voice speaking to us. Help us to incline our air to listen to you today and always. Give us an insatiable thirst for your word, for wisdom. In the name of Jesus. And Father, whoever receive these teachings, whenever they do, I pray that your grace will cover them, your mercy will cover them, your love and your faithfulness. May the peace of God that passes all understanding guard your heart and mind. And remember, the Holy Spirit is saying, to incline thine ear and listen because some things are happening but if you can't hear you wouldn't know and you'd have to you'll have to be able to discern between good and evil 
And if you cannot hear the voice of the Spirit of God speaking to you, that's a problem because you'll be swayed to the evil voice. And so today I say to you, it's time to incline thine ear and listen. God bless you. I love you. Have a blessed day. This is Apostle Shirley Evans. And until then, my heart will go on singing. Until then, with joy I'll carry on. Until the day my eyes behold the city. Until the day God calls me home. Thank you, Father, for giving your people a listening ear. But help us to incline our ear to listen in the name of Jesus.